You're listening to the Liverpool Comedy Quota with me, your host, Jay Burnley. And on this show, uh, we're mainly doing the Liverpool Comedy Festival, which has started right now. Uh, we will be getting in Ian Christie, the marketing guru uh, for the Liverpool Comedy Festival. Um, he's going to be telling us all the great stuff that's going to be on throughout the two weeks of the festival. Uh, we've also got a, a lovely interview from Steve Gribbin, who's going to be talking to us about his show, Vivo, Viva Gribbistania. Um which is very relevant at this point in time because we seem to be in the middle of the uh, political conference season. Um, the jokes basically, basically can write themselves. It's nice to see Nick Clegg showing his use of primary colours by telling us that uh, blue can only be made green by adding yellow. Um, but you'll also find that yellow can turn red and then blue if you strangle him hard enough. Uh, so uh, on with the show. First up, we've got Ian Christie, marketing bod, guru, uh, shaman. Um, <laughs> uh, he's he's uh, co- coming to the show yet again uh, to tell us uh, the great and the good that will be on in this year's festival. So, uh, with me, uh, with uh, some fat beats <laughs> that might be, might be prevalent on in the interview, uh, is Ian Christie. Hello, Che. Hello, Edith from uh, from Royal Court Marketing yes, Director. Yes, Marketing Guru, guru. Uh, Royal Court and Liverpool Comedy Festival. Is that actually on your door? <laughs> yeah, yeah, at home. No, not in the <laughs> office, at home. Uh, and you've, you've come in to talk to us about the Comedy Festival, uh, which has just started today. Yes, I have. I have. Uh, it's look at a cracking lineup. It gets better every year. I it does. Well, I mean, we're, we're really excited because we've done 10 of them. Uh, this is our 11th. Uh, and we decided after 10 years, we thought we'd move it from summer to autumn. Uh, because in summer, it's lovely weather and people really enjoy going out and things. But mm. if it times with the first rays of sunshine, then everyone runs off and has a barbecue and goes <laughs> to the garden instead of coming to comedy. Uh, but it also means we've um, we've got quite a few of the bigger touring comics are um, are on the road, so they're doing a lot easier to get to to Liverpool. Um, so we've got fantastic people like John Bishop, Ross Noble, Jason Burns, Duke Francis, Sarah Milliken, uh, Jack D. You know, a very substantial chunk of, of the cream cream de la cream pr- of pr- uh, pretty good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cream de la cream de la cream, I might say. <laughs> And they've, they've all obviously all just come from Edinburgh as well, haven't they? Just been most of them have done Edinburgh shows, so are yeah, obviously yeah. match fit as well. Exactly. We, again, we flipped it round because um, in the last few years we've had people doing Edinburgh previews, and mm. it's brilliant because people from Liverpool got to see the shows first, and they yeah. got them, you know, doing really well. Whereas this time round, they've they've come off the back of, of Edinburgh, and um, I don't know, it's like it's like being match fit. They're really gig fit. They've been gigging every night, and they're really, really, really on fire. So, you know, we're, we're getting them uh, at their peak. <laughs> so, so we know who the big ones are. They don't really need pushing that much, no. but they're, they're mainly in um, Bishops in the Echo Arena, isn't he? Bishops at the Arena, um, Jack D, Ross Noble, and Jason Burner at the Empire. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Millican, Stu Francis at the Philharmonic. But um, just to, just take us through the f- the first week, the first seven days of um, this year's festival. The uh, some of the some of the lesser known people, or the sort of mid range acts that um, are, are on the ra- should be on the radar of people who, who want to catch something before it explodes. Yeah, we've got some really good stuff. We've got um, tonight, Thursday night, we've got things like uh, Whip Tank, who are this uh, great sketch group who are, um, you might have seen them on Live at the Electric on BBC Three. Yep. They're down at the Casimir. We've got Mr B, the gentleman rhymer. Oh, yeah, so I've heard about him. He's coming along with him. <laughs> um, uh, then we've got, uh, on the Friday night, we've got Nige, who's playing at the Epstein Theatre. Yeah, I'm looking for, he's, he's uh, cracking out some new, new uh, acts, isn't he? he is, some some uh, characters, even. Everyone everyone loves Nige. Mm. Keith is such a talented character comic, and he's uh, he's throwing out all these these new characters. So, 
Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm so sort of. Uh, I'm good at it because I can't actually go because oh. I, I will be f- performing some comedy myself uh, on, on Friday. Uh, tell me, Jay, what, what do you have on Friday? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's in the brochure. So, oh. uh, I've, I've not even want to. Well, I've got a gig at Envy with, for okay, uh, uh, where I'm doing something for Kiefer for, for Bottle Top com- uh, Comedy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've also got to do one for um, John Glennon who um, who, oh, oh, who sorted out Muck. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing it's, it's in his house. <laughs> he has he has a he has a he has a bar. Don't this seems like really weird. Like I'm sort of he has a bar in his basement. It, it is really weird. Yeah, <laughs> he has a bar in his basement, and he's he's I think it's his for his brother. His brother's come back off holiday from somewhere, and some of his business mates are coming. So I feel so he's not going to stick a film on or have him over for dinner or anything. like no, that? No, no, he's got him downstairs in his basement, and he's he's booked me and some other Liam Bolton. I think in a comedy bunker. Yeah, in a comedy <laughs> bunker. <laughs> this is the comedy bunker. That's comedy bunker too. It's the fisherman. It's called the fisherman's rest or something like that, and it's. Um, <laughs> They serve nuts and they have a little bar in there. I don't know if that's legal or not. It must be in your own house. Yeah, serve it, serve it. Nuts. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm gutted that I, the weird thing with um, a lot of festivals is that everything yeah. clashes. And if and if you're doing gigs yourself, oh exactly. You know you're it, gonna miss out on some uh, some, top, some top pearlers. Friday, right? so, I'm really gutted about um, Nige because yeah. uh, I wanted to see his new his new things, but and, and I wanted to see what the Epstein was like because that's that's a new sort of venue isn't it yeah they've, they've refitted it um it used to be the neptune um back in the day uh, i think it was 2005 2006 it closed for a year for refurbishments and mm. it opened earlier this year so um <laughs> <laughs> a six year year um but it's always been great for comedy they've always had the, they always had people like john shuttleworth on bill hicks played there mm. bill bailey al murray you know they've, they've these are guys. It's it's such a lovely room for comedy. So I'm Coogan really Coogan recorded one of his uh, DVDs there. He did. His first there. one, I think. I Were you? There. Yeah, yeah. How old are you? <laughs> yeah, I know I would. I would do. I don't say that because then I'll feel old because I know I'm older. I'm <laughs> but yeah, no. So we got uh, got Nigel on the Epstein. Um, uh, Richard Herring's on there later in the run. So Richard mm. Herring there as well many years ago um, when it was the Neptune. Um, Saturday night is all about uh, the the local clubs. You know, we've got yeah. Comedy Central and Laughter House. They're doing two shows, three shows, I think. They're doing a best of Laughter House at the uh, at the Epstein as well on Saturday night. Yeah. So um, Saturday's really all about seeing the, the circuit guys in their in their favourite environment, which is you know, clubs performing for for a proper crowd. Mm. Um, and then Sunday is a, a Bold Street Festival. We've really got involved with that this time round. Um, we've got uh, you know we we used to do the drink up stand up tours. Yeah. yeah. A pub crawl with a com- comedian in each pub. We're not doing those this year, but instead we're doing one in coffee shops, which we've called Tee Hee Hee. Hey, you and your puns. I do, I do like that. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> we've got Tee Hee Hee going on. We've got, um, uh, we've also got Simon Munnery up. Uh, he's doing something at Bold Street Festival. Yeah, I was speaking to Steve Ribbon about that. About uh, He was up at the, sta- at the stand and both of us didn't get to see him. That's he's very exciting. He's doing La Concepta. He's doing La Concepta, the conceptual, Concepta, conceptual restaurant. Which doesn't serve food; um, it just <laughs> it just serves comedy. So, essentially, eight of you sit around a table. Yeah, um, you've got to you've got to turn up, haven't you? Yeah. Like, but only eight people. Only eight people. We've we've got eight people. We've got them booked in. Uh, he's doing three sittings. We've got people booked in for each. Um, All right, so you don't have to queue now. All oh, right, okay. I oh no, we're going to queue him outside anyway. Because uh, <laughs> he, he does it, apparently he does like a little uh, doorman routine. Um, to, to start with, to I see. I thought I thought you actually queued up, and he would just pick people uh, <laughs> randomly, and then that was the people who got to eat, eat and stuff like. No, that. no, we, we've got them booked in this time. Uh, <laughs> no. Take no risks. You don't, you don't <laughs> want to go around picking random strangers in Liverpool. <laughs> but, um, but he's up. But quite excitingly, the the night before at the Casimir, he's doing a show with Bedwear Williams, mm. who is um, 
more of a conceptual artist than a comedian. Yeah. Um, but the Biennial have got involved with us this year, and uh, and they've they, they wanted um, we wanted to work with them on producing a, a show that would appeal to people involved in the Biennial as well. So we got some really high art comedy on mm. Saturday night. Which so, so is it all starting to tie in now? Is it sort of like different strands of Liverpool, not just the comedy festival, but like the Biennial you were saying, yeah. and, and the uh, Hope Street uh, Festival? Is that all starting to tie in, and is it becoming a bit more of a sort of like Edim- the Edinburgh thing now? Yeah, it, it is. I mean. Part of it again is time is to do with us moving dates. And yeah. you know, we didn't look at a book and go, Okay, make sure we're in with the biennial and the Bold Street Festival and da 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 But when we, we dropped ourselves down in October and you know, September, October and we landed on mm. two or three other festivals and, and things that are going on. And because the comedy festival's so well established now, people want to work with us and you know, we're no longer begging and borrowing and scraping <laughs> and you know oh, Why would I wanna play Liverpool? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we made it, Che, we made it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and a lot of the uh, lot of the guys in the art scene, we all know each other, and um, it, you know it's good to work with partnership because what we want is we want people who come to the biennial mm. to try a bit of comedy, yeah, and they want people who come to the comedy to go and look at some of the artworks that are on. Same with the Bold Street guys; they were made up to, to have us in the festival, but equally we're delighted because we get to, you know, have all these people who are coming down to Bold Street on Sunday, yeah, um, get to, to come to some comedy gigs as well because we, we've got a gig at Leaf in the evening as well. A guy called uh, Nelson David. Um, yeah, who plays a character called Dick Sapphire, who is a uh, <laughs> um, a, uh, a speaker, a uh, motivational speaker. I'm sure I heard some chatter about him if in Edinburgh. I can't remember whether it was if he, he got sort of really good reviews. He's really stuff. good. He's um, he used to write for Rory Bremner and Spitting Image and people like that. And yeah. uh, satirically, he's, he's so sharp. He's what so what date is that one on? That's on Sunday the 30th. That's at Leaf on Bold Street. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's that's going to be exciting. <laughs> that's another new venue as well, the Leaf. But the Leaf venue, yeah, we got Leaf involved this year. We've got um, uh, we're up at Barbar again, Unity. We've got all the big venues in town mm. going. You've got the Casimir for your, your slightly more cutting edge stuff. It's Find the loaf if you like a real L pint and you like to see uh, me. Uh, <laughs> the elephants in, in Walton, in Walton is, uh, if you like me again. Yeah, equally, uh, Chase House. <laughs> Where nobody likes me doing comedy. John's basement. <laughs> you know, it's, all, it's all there. But yeah, it does seem to be branching out now and sort of like bringing in more pubs and clubs and, yeah. and sort of venues and stuff like that. You know, everyone likes comedy, everyone likes a laugh. Um, and now we're into, as I say, now we're into the autumn. Uh, we've got all the students coming back. We've got, we're doing gigs at the Guild. We're doing one tonight. Yeah, um, with um, Jelly Boat, Sammy, Avery. Yeah, Naz is doing it. Naz, um, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly, that's yeah. what I'm calling Naz. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know, we we got those guys. Phil Chapman, let's remember him. Phil Chapman, of course. There we go. That's the other one. I was I was in there the other day and I was looking at the poster, going, uh, "Oh, I can't really go to that one again because yeah. I'm, I'm working." Well, I'm actually DJing tonight, oh, so yeah. I'm doing a silent disco. We just come in, don't play anything. Yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> it's a hit. It's a hit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that. Uh, yeah, so we're getting the students involved as well. We want them mm. to come along and see stuff. And th- there's quite a lot of. Um, very reasonably priced stuff. Uh, yeah. Not saying students are cheap or anything, but uh, <laughs> you know, there's, there's stuff you can go to. If you want to go to the big names, you can pay thirty quid yeah. for a ticket. If you want to see mid-range stuff, you can pay ten or twelve quid. There's stuff out there for six quid. There's stuff out there for three quid. Um, we've got a couple of things midweek that we we want to go to. Best of Rawhide Raw is going to be good. Um, all the, the the very best acts from our open mic night Rawhide Raw. Uh, that's next Tuesday. Tuesday the fourth, second, second Tuesday yeah. second. And but then. the one for me, the gig of the festival is worst of Raw Hydro. This is this is, is this on the Wednesday? Yeah, the Wednesday the third. Wednesday the third. I want to see this. It's it's phenomenal. Last year, it's basically what we what we do is we get the very worst acts that we had on through the year at, at Raw Hydro. 
we ask them to do their best not to make the audience laugh. <laughs> Tell the audience to misbehave as much as they can. You know, switch your phones on, talk to your friends, clink your glasses, um, heckle. You know, feel free to heckle. Um, That's Saturday night at Christmas, uh, basically. Much, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like stags and hens in. Oh, we we did. It was so funny last. Do, week. do we know who's on on the worst? Yeah, I know Andrew Kearney uh, has put his name down. There's been a few people immediately wanting to get involved after last year. A few put their names down. <laughs> but I think the winner last year uh, was a guy called David Murphy. And um, he essentially just took his shirt off and uh, biroed a face onto his nipples, <laughs> uh, and that was that was about it. But uh, honestly, it sounds it sounds awful, and it is awful, but it's so awful it's it's it, it, comes, it comes right back round yeah. and becomes genius. Last year, we we took a table table on the front row, and so the uh, all the comedy festival, you know, the director of the comedy festival, the booker, uh, me as the the marketing guy, the show manager, we sat there, we put our feet on the stage, and we heckled, and we booed. <laughs> it was just just let it all out. All all, out. all that pressure from putting everything on and having to see people. Yeah, just, you know, such just... a, so come come to the best of Liverpool night. Uh, the best of sorry, best of Liverpool night. The best of Rawhide Raw. Um, you'll get that's to on a bar bar. That's on a bar bar on a Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Um, you'll get to see the very best of. of these start. Are these all start around about seven thirty, eight o'clock. Uh, most yeah, of the shows. I think, I think it's eight o'clock. Those ones. Um, uh, most of them around. There are some uh, double bills at Unity. One show starts at seven. The next one starts at eight forty-five. Same with Casimir. I think Whip times at seven. And, and but, but obviously, if you want to find out any more details, there is a website. There certainly is. Go to <laughs> Liverpool Comedy Festival. This presenting thing, yeah, yeah. talking over yeah. the actual person. So talking over the guest there. Yeah, sorry. Uh, we'll start again. Uh, so obviously, there is a. I was looking really professional. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly professional. There is a website. There is a website. It is liverpoolcomedyfestival.com. Uh, and you can go on there and uh, search whatever acts you want, have a little browse of the brochure that's on there, um, pick them out by venue, uh, date, or choose yeah. them, buy the tickets, get your get your backsides off the sofa, come down and see some live comedy. Cool. Um, so yeah, so if there's one, if there was one that you really, really, really wouldn't want to miss for you personally, who, who would you go and see? It's a tough one. I'm really genuinely looking forward to seeing um, uh, Nelson David at Leaf on Sunday. Dick Sapphire. I'm just, <laughs> I just I, it just makes me laugh just thinking about it. He's motivational. He's, he's so sharp. Just. I've never seen you so infused by Dick before. <laughs> hey! <laughs> and on that note, thank <laughs> you. Uh, thanks for coming in. Uh, anything else you want to add before we go? Is we've got the web address. Uh, tickets are on online. You can tickets buy them are online. online. You can buy them through the box office if you, have, if you haven't got to your computer. Ring 0870-787-1866 for all the details. Uh, grab a brochure grab some mates come down come watch comedy watch live comedy do it get it done Ian thanks a lot cheers Jay so as Ian said there you can get in touch uh, basically go online it's the easiest one LiverpoolComedyFestival.com and check out the show keep it real keep it local um, support all the little acts that you see around there as well as the big acts there's some massive uh, shows on but there's also some great little shows that poking around in some of the smaller venues um, so yeah, just go out and enjoy yourself. It's all dead cheap. Um, but next up, we've got Steve Gribbin. Uh, he, he basically. He <laughs> but next up, we've got Steve Gribbin, who is fresh back from Edinburgh uh, and around the country, around the country. Um, up there, he did his show Viva Gribbistania, and uh, once again, it was brilliant to have him in in the um, bunker to uh, talk to us about his show. 
Uh, joining us in the Burnley's bunker, uh, he's, uh, for a second time, is Steve Grimm. We only invite the people back that we love. Oh, that's uh, nice. Oh, that's people, they've got something that they can blackmail us with. So, uh, <laughs> what have you I'm got? I'll hold it in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thanks for coming back on the show, Steve. Thanks for having us, Shay. Um, it's the uh, Liverpool Comedy Festival, and you are doing a show, aren't you? I am doing my show. I'm doing the show that I did in Edinburgh, which is called Viva Gribostania, uh, in which I f- break off from the UK and declare unilateral independence and form my own independent country. And uh, I, I got to see that in Edinburgh in all its glory. It was fantastic. Oh, thank you very much, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, so <laughs> so, it's, so just, to, just to break it down into a little bit, so you're a musical, a musical comedian come polit- political comedian, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I do a bit of, uh, yeah, I do um, topical, musical, political, satirical uh, comedy. <laughs> Gubbins. Gubbins. Gubbins from Gribbins. I was going to say, Gubbins from Gribbins. That's <laughs> I'm just writing that down. That's a good <laughs> That's a quote for the poster. Next, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's, it's broken up into, you do um, bits about a breakaway country, as, as it were. And yeah, I, I, I just songs. look at all the things that go along to make up a country, like uh, national anthems. Um, uh, I've got a funky national anthem based on James Brown, <laughs> uh, which has got a good chorus, hasn't it? Uh, which, uh, it basically, the clean version is, uh, well, the chorus goes, my country is better than yours. <laughs> and then I can't really say the second line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is but this is for, going out for children. This, this. Is, this is a family entertainment <laughs> show. Uh, and I, I try and get the audience to sing along with it. So, um, And then I, I look at stuff like flags, um, you know, um, currency, um, all all the things that go to me, you know, I, I'm just basically sort of saying, you know, what what makes up a country, basically. You know? And is, is this is this come from the the current government? Is this is this sparked? It's been sparked from that, um, or is it just something no, that you've had I mean, it was, um, the f- No, the the actual impetus from it was f- definitely um, from earlier on this year when um, Cameron went up to Scotland, didn't he, to um, oh yeah. Uh, talk about the referendum and um, he had some porridge in a porridge factory. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. There's a brilliant, there's a brilliant <laughs> photograph of him in the Daily Mirror. He was eating some porridge and there was a Scottish guy sat next to him and it's just the look <laughs> on this Scottish guy's face. It was just like, I'm going to kill you, sure I am. <laughs> um, and it was, that, it was that kind of the debate that's going on in the United Kingdom at the moment. You know, uh, should Scotland break off and become independent? You know, what are the pros and cons? Could it survive? Mm. Um, and there's a song in there, isn't there, which is like a, a, a country song. Um, it's just like a duet, like a Dolly Parton, yeah. um, Kenny Rogers duet between England and Scotland. Are you playing both, well, th- well all, all three parts? That's right, I'm playing <laughs> all three parts, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. Um, <laughs> well, it's, uh, Kenny Rogers got two. Uh, no, right. um, <laughs> yeah. he, he, has a, he has a restaurant he, called Kenny Ros- Rogers Roasters. Where he he, it's, like a, it's a chicken, chicken place. It's a euphemism, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Rogers Roasters. <laughs> The finger looking good. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh dear. So, so what do you think then? Because, like, we're obviously from a Liverpool lad, um, and sometimes gets classed as the fifty-first state. Would do, would you do you think that it should be more independence for some some areas? Um, I, I'm in two minds because I um, I'm, what what I do deal with in the um, song as well is that I'm slightly worried that if Scotland does gain independence then the majority of England will be dominated by the Tories forever. (laughs) 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 Because they've got however many MPs, haven't they? They've got like 23 MPs. It it does make me wonder, because I thought that if Scotland went away, there's still the North in itself would have enough sort of... Well, my personal take on this, well, I think that we probably will become a federal um, country because, um, quite rightly, the North West and the North East might say, well, we never return any Tory MPs. Why should we be ruled by by, by the government? Um, you know, in Westminster. So, 
in that sense, I think we'll become more like the United States. Um, with a high degree of autonomy, I'm being quite serious. Aren't I? No, uh, it's all right. You know what? I, I was at this conversation last night because I got, I had the, uh, I'd say misfortune to watch Nick Clegg's uh, conference speech. Uh, oh, oh. oh. it's like it's like being savaged by an anemic chihuahua. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're so strong. You, you know what? It's, 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 you know, sometimes you can feel inspired by certain <laughs> certain speeches. But wait, you know what? The only way to make blue green is yellow. I just went. Oh, somebody, oh. somebody, somebody's been paid to write that. I, know. I mean, what a terrible joke! It's just, <laughs> is that the best you can come up with? Um, yeah, it, so I'm, sure, I'm sure you heard him go. Is this thing on? Is, yeah. it, is, it? is this? I'm here all week. <laughs> Where's your German? <laughs> um, so yeah, in answer to your question, that that's basically what, what inspired it, the thing that's going on with Scotland, and um, the fact that, um, well, in a way, we've we've seen what, what's happened is that. Um, you know, more and more countries are breaking off to become their own little states, aren't they? There's tiny mm. little states in Europe, but whether or not you can you can survive, I don't know. Mm. I mean, Estonia seems to have done pretty well, but that's that's like um um that's mainly survived on um, the internet. That they become like a hub for the internet, but um they their whole economy was nearly destroyed quite recently, wasn't it? Because the um they came under cyber attack, and they reckon it was. <laughs> The Russians trying to just basically yeah, undermine yeah. the whole country. Yeah, flipping heck. <laughs> and it nearly worked. You know, <laughs> they one. They, what they should have done is just get an army of like nine-year-olds <laughs> to come in and just go. Look, press that. Right. Control alt delete. Yeah, control alt delete. And then, on and off again. <laughs> all, all the leaders began. Oh, I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> no, it's, it's only because I don't mind getting serious because I, I worry now because uh, obviously you have to. I'm sure you have to scour the papers every day and look at the the worst in the world because yeah. like Gove Gove is bringing in this guy that's. Um, he basically said, "Let's just cast the North adrift. Uh, let's not fund the do- doctor. I can't remember his name. Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> but it, he's a very, very strict time lord. <laughs> do, do you think? Um, do you think all this is going to uh, end up in you? You were there for the. I'm going to say for the beginning. I don't mean like the beginning of the world, but like um, the beginning of, 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 of political comedy and sort of that kind of punk era." Um, where it w- sometimes it was quite political. Do you think we're going to go back to that now, where there's a lot of anger and a lot more comedians are going to come out and... I hope so. Wear I the really hope sleeve. so, you know, because um, uh, I think that it's got to be expressed, mm. really. Um, there's, there is a lot of shit going on, really. And I know people might say, audience might say, oh, you know, we just want to forget <laughs> and want to go for a good night out. But I think that um, I, I prefer comedy that's just quite passionate and quite angry and engaged with what's going on in the world so i think that maybe we will see that mm. um, i mean uh, it's not apparent at the moment but, uh, <laughs> but we might do you know i mean uh, this we haven't even started the majority of the um the cuts, cuts. yeah it's 80 percent next year isn't it yeah. something like that um, starting from next year i just i don't god knows what's going to happen you know nobody mm. knows I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we're talking about this. It actually makes me sound intelligent because I know some of the actual figures. Eighty percent more cuts next year. Yeah. Uh, I can't try and keep my finger on the pulse. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it does. It does scare me. But it, it's from that adversity. I always think that good good things can come out, especially in comedy. In the comedy world, is that it has become, in my eyes, it's become a little bit bland and it's become a bit easy to sort of like go, oh, isn't isn't sort of uh, going to the shops awful and stuff like that. And now now there's going to have to be a bit more bite and more. Well, I'd hope so. I mean, it it, it requires. Um, comedian. I mean, I think the comedians are a reflection of what, of what's going on in the world. Anyway, I mean, we're much more a product of our society than we are, you know. And some some people say that we're like we're not, 
the comedian is like a holy fool or a shaman or yeah. you know this truth-telling figure well there's an element of that in it but i mean that's a bit pretentious but <laughs> um i think that comedians reflect i mean this this idea of picking on um, the more vulnerable in society there's lots of stuff about jippos and mm. pikeys and all this sort of thing and that's just a reflection of 30 years of you know thatcher and then blair and people <laughs> looking down on uh, the vulnerable people and uh, but i think that if we're going to reflect truly reflect what's going on then we have to s start talking about things that are happening in greece and mm. spain and portugal and all and occupy and, and these things are um you know they're important i think to talk about yeah well it's, it's looking at other comedians I've, I've mentioned sort of the bland sort of uh scale of sort of things that can be done but when russell howard's coming out on the on the front channel saying that they, they, were, they were almost censored on the bbc about the olympics because they didn't want to sort of they were, they were fearful of um you know putting across um, a bad spin about the olympics yeah I mean, you start to think is there too much censorship and fear of of what the government can and can't do and cutting bbc budgets or well i mean i i mean i go back to this um thing well what we were just talking about but um what they basically did over with the diamond jubilees where were the where were any dissenting voices about the jubilee up None. north <laughs> yeah but i mean they weren't they weren't even allowed to well they had that that classic um bbc thing where they go down and they interviewed those poor protesters on the side who, who actually got physically assaulted didn't they mm. someone were beaten up quite badly and uh, the bbc the whole line of questioning was so hostile you know you know how how um, when you finished munching on your dead baby what do you think about the war <laughs> you know what i mean it's like it's just uh, you know i mean i think that is one of the areas where live comedy is brilliant because you can talk about things. There's no, it's not mediated through um, directors, producers, agents, or compliance lawyers, or anybody that's going to stop you saying, you know, we've got the freedom to say what we want. We should, we should use our powers for good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's we will. We will. We will. We'll all become super superhero <laughs> comics. That's what we'll be doing. Da -da -da -da. We'll go around say, saving the world. So, so um, to come bring it back on the uh, full circle and on a lighter note as well. What was kind of responses from Edinburgh, the people that saw the show, and sort of like, did they sort of agree with some of the stuff you were coming up with? And sort of um, it was quite interesting about the um, Scottish independence thing. Um, mm. It was fairly, I would say, it was seventy-five. 25 against independence right. um, and i'm not sure whether that was because it was edinburgh and there's more it's more anglicized and it's mm. much more of a sort of um you don't tend to get a lot of edinburgh people in for edinburgh shows sometimes well, that's true yeah. but no i'm talking about the scottish people at the beginning of every show I, I would i would ask the scottish people to have a vote and it was running 75 to 25 against mm. independence which uh I was I was a bit taken aback by it, to be honest because I, I expected it to be a bit more pro, um, you know, breaking away. But I I think if you did it in Glasgow, you'd, it would be exactly the reverse. Mm. You know, it's a bit more um, kind of yeah. anger there. So yeah, most people. Are, I mean, I didn't get any complaints. <laughs> <laughs> most people enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, um, I tried to make it as funny as possible and uh, stick. Uh, it was. It was. It was. Uh, it was one of my favourite shows up there. Oh, actually. Uh, it's, um, yeah. <laughs> me and Pete were at the front, laughing our faces off. I know. Well, it's uh, be at Eric's, won't it? Uh, be Eric, yes. Obviously, we've got to do the plug, haven't we? Yeah, well, it's Sunday the seventh. Um, October I think it's eight o'clock. And it's uh, the Eric's who are now starting to yeah. do um, a lot more live comedy. I hear. Um, yeah. They've, so they've had Richard Herring in and Hennig Vent. Uh, which went down really, really well. It's a nice, it's a really nice venue, actually. I'm looking for. Well, the thing is, it's not. It's you know, it's the uh, same as the cabin. It's not quite the original yeah. Eric's, is it? I mean, I went to the original Eric's um, when, uh, oh God, 19, uh, 
and I saw um, well, I saw a Battle of the Bands um, thing there, and uh, Joy Division were on. Did they win? Wasn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they, you know, they were absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. Ever. It's you know him, uh, the lead singer, Ian Curtis, was just. Mm. Stunning, mesmerising. You know, the, you couldn't take your eyes off them. Um, that's the only time I ever went, actually, because uh, I, I found it quite intimidating. <laughs> it was a punk. It was. it was a massive punk venue. Well, wasn't it? yeah, it was, and it was sort of. Um, it was all about front, and I was, I was a shy, tiny wallflower in those days. <laughs> and I actually got, I got, I got heckled in Probe Records once by uh, what? Friends. <laughs> yeah, I went to buy um, a record by the members. Uh, it was called um, Offshore Banking Business. Which is a brilliant song, but um, Pete Burns came and he, and he looked like he does today. Well, minus the trout lips. Yeah. But he looked exactly like he does today, and he, he just came to the front and I said, "Can I have a rip?" And it was a twelve-inch single, and he, he threw it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> said, "I'm not serving that." <laughs> and then he just went out the back and started screaming at someone. Someone said he's not. <laughs> Honestly, it was Liverpool. so horrible. Liverpool, that friendly yeah, city. Yeah, I know. Do you, do you, like, do you enjoy? I never went back there again. Never went back to Probe. <laughs> I thought you meant Liverpool then. No. What are you doing here? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, um, I just, it, it just put me off, you know. But, but um, is it, are you glad to be back in Liverpool? Do you see the differences between here and you're living down south? south? You're yeah. you living uh, in London, are you? I am living in London, yeah. Uh, what um, what are yeah. the differences between the two two circuits, the North Circuit and the, and the, the sort circuit of... Because London is a circuit within itself, isn't it? It is a circuit within itself, but um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's... I, I love playing Liverpool, obviously, because, you know, it's... I feel an affinity for it, and uh, mm. you know I've got my family here and everything, and uh, and I think the audiences are great. You know, yeah. They're really sort of lively and stuff. And um, with the London audiences, it's much more of a you're going to get a lot of people that you know. It's very rare to get an audience that's totally made up of any everybody born in London. You know. Yeah. So you will get people from all over the UK, but we've also got a fair smattering of Americans. And, yeah. You know, oh, uh, especially at this comedy store, which I play a lot. Um, You've just been there, man. Yeah, this just week, yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Um, so you will get much, uh, a bit more, a uh, few more foreign people, you know. Mm. But um, the warmth of the Liverpool audiences is fantastic, and it, you know, just you can get that back and forth. And yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted fake because I'm playing uh, a gig tonight uh, <laughs> at the Rehab Bar on Lounge, <laughs> Skelhorn Street, <laughs> near, near Lime Street, station. near Lime Street. Well, it's about two foot away. Right, from yeah. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? <laughs> you don't get a red light when you get when you've done your time. You just get a, a train on. You get a signal past at danger. Someone's going to heckle you. So I don't know what the gig tonight's going to be like. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah. But glad to be back, and it's it's yeah, on an Eric's seventh of October. Uh, what time? Sunday. Uh, it's eight o'clock start. It lasts for an hour. It's called Viva Gribostania, and uh, I believe the tickets are available from all good outlets. And Liverpool, yeah, check out the LiverpoolComedyFestival.com. Yeah. be on there. Thanks a lot, Steve. Thanks very much. Thank Cheers. You. So, just to reiterate, please go and watch this show. It's brilliant. Eric's is a great little venue. Uh, I say a little venue, it's quite big actually, but uh, the show is really, really good. Uh, if you like music or comedy, go and watch it. If you like political satire, go and watch it. If you just like comedy, go and watch it. Uh, Steve Ribbon, 7th of October at Eric's. Uh, so, all that's left to do now is uh, we're going to do a little rundown of uh, the what's on it's like a what's on guide it's just basically me uh, with a different voice uh, trying to be posh um, telling you what's on in the list so enjoy this the Liverpool Comedy Festival guide Thursday the 27th of September 
Wit Tank at the Casimir. Stand out young comedian of the year grand final at Radio Merseyside. Chris Stokes at the Slaughter House. Laugh in the Loaf, the Master Baker's Gold, Fly in the Loaf. A Midsummer's Night's Dream at the Royal Court Liverpool. Pie Head Comedy Freshers Week Special, Liverpool Guild of Students. Comedy Central, Baby Blue. Mr. B, the Gentleman Rhymer, the Casimir. And Kevin Dewsbury, Insane, at the Slaughterhouse. Friday, 28th of September. Piff the Magic Dragon in Jurassic Park, the Epstein Theatre. Stuart Francis, outstanding in his field, Liverpool Philharmonic Hall. Laughter House Triple Headline Show, The Slaughter House. Laughter House Triple Headline Show, The Slug and Lettuce. At Midsummer's Night Stream, The Royal Court Liverpool. Jack D, Liverpool Empire. Comedy Central, Baby Blue. Hot Water Comedy Club, Who's Headline, The Crown, Lime Street. Nige, Liverpool's Greatest Secret, The Epstein Theatre. Saturday, 29th of September, A Midsummer's Night Stream, Royal Court. Biennial Double Bill, Bedwave Williams and Simon Munnery, The Casmic, Best of Laughter House, The Epstein Theatre. Laughter House Triple Headline Show, The Slaughter House. Laughter House Triple Headline Show, The Slug and Lettuce. Comedy Central, Baby Blue. Hot Water Comedy Club, Boiling Point, The Crown, Lime Street. Sunday, 30th of September, La Conceptia, Bold Street. Tee Hee Hee, Meet Outside Fact. Like it is, Bar Bar. Jason Byrne, the People's Puppeteer, Liverpool Empire. Nelson David, Get Stinking Rich Like Me, Leaf. Comedy at the Elephant, The Elephant Pub, Wilton. Hot Water Comedy Club, Testing the Water, The Crown Lime Street. Amateur Transplants, Adams K's Smutty Songs, Eric's Liverpool. Dave Twentyman and Damien Sutherland, Baby Blue. Monday, the 1st of October. The Hidden Picture Show, Hidden. John Bishop's Roller Coaster, Liverpool Echo Arena. Funny Business Showcase, Bar Bar. Sarah Millican, Thoroughly Modern Millican, Liverpool Philharmonic. Tuesday, 2nd of October, Best of Rawhide Raw, Bar Bar. Laugh in the Loaf, The Baker's Dirty Half Dozen, Fly in the Loaf. Take a Stand, in partnership with LFC Action for Health Show, The Slaughterhouse. Liverpool's Up and Coming Night, Baby Blue. Stephen K. Amos, Baby Blue. Wednesday, 3rd of October. Alan Cochran, Moments of Alan, Unity Theatre. The Laughter Factor, Slaughterhouse. Worst of Raw, Hyde Raw, Bar Bar. Robin Ince and Michael Legg, Pointless Anger, Righteous Ire 2, Unity Theatre. Yep, obviously check uh, check the uh, website for timings on those. It's normally around about 8 o'clock, but there's some that start earlier, some that start later. Uh, and that's your lot for this show. Uh, we'll be back with another one, hopefully with Jess Bolger, uh, an interview with uh, Seymour Mace, you might remember or know from Ideal on BBC Three. Uh, and that's what's coming up on the next one. Keep listening and enjoy.